Greetings, everyone. I don't know how long this podcast will be. It is 7.42 p.m. here on November 7th, 2018, the day after Election Day, the day after the Blue Fuddle. They got a Blue Fuddle. They got control of the House. They gained a few seats in the Senate, I think, or lost or gained, whichever one it is. Uh, I mostly listened to InfoWars yesterday for coverage, but I would turn on Fox every once in a while, turn on the locals like Channel 11, News Channel 11. I watch them on the streams. Uh, I think I may have watched two at one time. I don't don't remember. I, I knew I was watching 11 when Kemp made his speech and Stacey Abrams, which is not stepped down. Uh, she's counting every little vote, holding on to her little hope. But I think Brian Kemp is our governor. Uh, Donald Trump said that Brian Kemp was governor. Brian Kemp's Kemp says that Brian Kemp was governor. She's going to count her recounts. But they got their blue fuddle. What does that mean? It's probably disaster. It's probably meaning that Trump's going to have to fight a little harder to get what he wants. He'll probably have to continue to use the executive orders. And my problems with executive orders is they can be wiped out within the next presidency. Like Trump, his first 100 days, he spent his first 100 days wiping out the record of Obama. And boy, did he wipe out, wipe out the record of Obama. So that's my problem with executive orders. He can still get stuff done, but it's going to be damn well impossible with their blue puddle. But you know something, this isn't unusual, and I'm not going to cry about it. You know, just like the Democrats were sore. Hopefully, they they won't be so sore now. I mean, they've got the House. Maybe that'll settle them down for the next two years. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, so, uh, that has it for the coverage of the election. I'm going to try to go into my Twitter here. There's been a lot of things going on. I mean, you've had over the past few days, uh, Guns N' Roses or Axl Rose making statements because they used his music at the rallies. Here's my opinion on this, and I know this is going to offend artists, and I guess you'll just have to get offended, and I guess the same would even be for me, even though nobody would ever use my music. If I'd been in the same arena as you people, and actually got up there, and I would have had to had that too. And I can sort of see your point, you know, that there are some people in this world you wouldn't want to be associated with. <laughs> like this girl on his page brought up David Duke to me, and about Trump being a so David Duke attaching himself to Trump. I'm sure that nauseates Trump. That I mean, I I've read about this man, and I don't think he's as bad as they say he is, and he's been on Infowars several times and talked uh but i still wouldn't want to be associated with him uh so i can see the point there the thing about this is trump's been twisted he's not a racist he's been making things better for blacks whites hispanics you name it if you're legal if you're legal citizen he just wants to stop the illegal aliens there's nothing wrong with that and I'm going to say another thing here, and this isn't to hurt Axel Rose's feelings or Guns N' Roses or anybody else, but 
when you listen to one in a million, there's no distinction here. And I'm not holding against him. We're talking about 30 years ago. That'd be like people stoning people for Brian Kemp. I mean, I was thinking about the governorship. Uh, the uh, guy, Kavanaugh, the, the judge, they threw him uh, They threw him under the bus and was going on about 30 years ago. And even if he had done those things, which he didn't, because it's all coming out there lying, as lying, he would have done that stuff while he was young. And he has had all these years and to wait right now to bring it up at a political time in this moment of his life, that was wrong. Uh, the song, it doesn't say illegals, it says immigrants. Uh, and there's a difference. A lot of people don't see the difference. Now, I liked one in a million because I got what he was trying to say. He didn't want to be hassled. And he didn't want to be bothered. He just wanted to live his life. And I guess right now, uh, but he puts himself in the arena to be talked about because he's going on about people playing anti-Trump songs. But most of the Guns N' Roses songs aren't. There's some that's political. Uh, there's some that's purely political, or some of them may have been spiritual. Uh Like Garden of Eden. I never did get exactly what it was talking about, but I can tell there's something being talked about there, even though I didn't know what it was talking about. Uh, it mentions Adam and Eve and all that and all this other stuff, and I don't know where he's going with it. <laughs> but uh, the song in particular, Sweet Child of Mine, I believe, was about Evan Evely. And then November Rain, and then the other one is strange. I think all of them are like a trilogy, if I'm remembering correctly. They were all about his relationship with Evan Evely, which was the Evely brother's daughter. Whichever one that, I can't remember which one her dad was. Uh, but, and I'm not trying to step on any toes here, and maybe I should step on some toes. He's got the right to believe whatever he wants to believe, but his beliefs is in line with everybody else. Everybody else is a prominent musician, actor, actress, whatever you name it. And these people, nobody cares what they think. I mean, they send them out door to door, and every one of these candidates that spoke up, and even Axel Rose, has been getting made fun of everywhere. Uh, they don't care about what you people think. Now, I'm not going to sit and say shut up and sing like a lot of people does, because somebody could probably tell me that. But I think that you have to choose wisely. It don't just go go along with the flow. Stand up for yourself. Be like Kanye West, even though Kanye wasn't a Republican. He broke through the mode and looked at Trump and saw that Trump wants to fix America. He may not agree with everything Trump stands for, but he was at least willing to look. I was that way with even Obama. I would sometimes watch Obama and pass his rhetoric. You see, he promised a lot of things. 
But he done it just to get votes. He was doing that here in, with Georgia and Stacey Abrams. Here he was talking about illegal aliens. And he did some bad things with illegal aliens too. But he also was enforcing. He just wasn't necessarily on the surface bragging it off too much. A lot of those same tactics that Trump was using, he just put zero tolerance on them. Obama had done for six years. You can't be one-sided. And to just look at Trump and just say, I, Trump's a rich man or this and that, it, do, it, it doesn't fly. And he does keep his promises. He tries. He fights for what he believes in. Now, is it just because of what Donald Trump wants? It may be. But at least what he went out on the campaign, and that's why they flock out to him. I mean, you could say it was the, the show where he fired people. And you could say it's a celebrity that he built for over 30 years. Yes, all that could take in the play. But you know why they really love him? is because he, he, he says what he means, and he means what he says. And you can laugh at him. You can, do, you can make fun of him. You can do whatever you want to. But he tells you what he's going to do. And sometimes he will distract you with something else. To get what he's wanting done. You got to watch that too. <laughs> uh, so. I'm just going to skim a little bit here. On Twitter. Owen Shorter. Dear leftists. You are the dumbest people on earth. Please stop trying to ruin life for the rest of us. Thanks. And foreign population. The Independent, How Scientists Are Unveiling the Mysteries of a Possible Black Hole at the Heart of the Galaxy. You know, I like space. I like coverage of space. Uh, don't discuss it much. RT America. While the Republicans mostly played successfully to their base, the Democrats ran screaming away from theirs. Opted by at Daniel R. J. Ryan J. Danielle Ryan J. Why no blue wave? Maybe because Democrats kept running. Here we go. I'm going to actually cover this. This is from RT. I don't cover RT much. I guess I'm not a Russian agent enough. I hardly ever cover RT. <laughs> uh, here we go. Why no blue wave? Maybe because Democrats kept running away from its own base. Danielle Ryan is an Irish freelance writer based in Dublin. Her work has, has, has appeared in Salon, The Nation, Rethinking Russia, Surf, The Covert Journal, and others. Follow her own at Danielle Ryan J. The expected blue wave didn't happen. Materialize. The expected blue wave didn't materialize from the Democrats in the 2018 midterm elections. Perhaps that's because... While the Republicans mostly played successfully to their base, the Democrats ran screaming away from theirs. Yes, the Democrats took back control of the House of the, of the Representatives. A, a legitimate victory for the party. But they and the liberal-leaning media had hoped for and expected much more. In the Senate, the party faced serious disappointment. Losing the seats and allowing Republicans to expand their control. Oh, so they didn't gain any in the the the. The, the Senate. They lost some. 
When one digs a little deeper and tries to figure out why that huge blue wave never broke, it becomes clear that there is a serious strategy problem that the party leadership seems to, to be utterly blind to. We are constantly reminded by the media that the Republicans play to their base, telling them exactly what they want to hear. How often do we hear anything similar about the Democrats? Would the DNC establishment elections become a kind of complete competition to see who can who act can act like see who can act least like a Democrat? Often alienating the left wing base, given their them little to get excited about. Take Senators John Donnelly in Indiana and Claire McCaskill, Missouri. Both incumbent Democrats who lost to Republican challengers on Tuesday night. If you didn't know Donnelly was a Democrat, you would assume he was a Republican from the campaign ad in which he scaremongered about socialists and the radical left, professes support, professes support for the ICE and the Trump border, Trump's border wall, and quotes Ronald Reagan. In other words, it's a standard Republican campaign ad. Not only lost because progressive Democrats, and there are a lot of them, remember the Bernie Sanders juggernaut? Don't feel energized by wishy-washy Democrats and name-onlys or dinos. And... I'm going to move on. Uh, I just wanted to cover a little bit of news here because I ain't been covering news lately. Uh, i just been talking about the elections. And now we're post-elections, and thank God. It's another two years away, but the thing about it is I have a feeling it's going to be radical. Uh, hopefully, now we can hope. Let's see what's going on here. Breaking 95 mile currently outside home of Tucker Carlson. Listen to this. Here they come, just like Alex Jones said. They're coming to the homes. They're coming to the homes. Here it starts. This is from Gateway Pundit. Breaking 95 mile currently outside the home of Turkey Car- Tucker Carlson. A mob of Antifa protesters is currently outside the D.C. area home of Fox News personality Terry Carlson. The group has threatened Carlson and demanding that he leave town, saying tonight, we remind you that you you are not safe either. You see, this is what I was talking about, about these animals, these monsters. Breaking. Activists ring the doorbell, hold protests at Washington, D.C. area. Home of Tucker Carlson, racist, sexist, bigoted Fox News personality. So far, no one has opened the door. Tucker Carlson, we must fight. We know where you sleep at night. Not, not Tucker. It is unclear if Carlson's wife and four children are currently home. It is unlikely that the host, that the host was home. As the harassment began less than an hour before his show was scheduled to air. This is what we are dealing with with these animals. This is why Trump said get violent with them. The group of the far-left agitators have been knocking on his door, but so far no one has answered according to the posters from the smash racism D.C. The group is protesting Carlson's government 
coverage of the migrant, migrant caravan heading for the U.S. border. The leftists were also chanting, no borders, no wall, no USA at all. Get out of our country. You're not Americans. Get out of here. Just get the hell out of my country. Uh, so there you have it. Just check in my Twitter feeds. Wall Street welcomes some return election results with broad-based stock rally. Uh, here's WSB-TV retweeted this. Stacey Abrams is not con- conceding after the Brian Kemp campaign declares victory in Georgia. Governor's race minute by minute. Yes, this woman has fell into step down. Even though she's lost. Uh, WRCB TV update. President Trump's temporary choice to replace Joe Sessions is in the position to have a significant impact on the scope of the Robert Mueller's investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 election. Uh, I think Mueller should be fired. He's, his hands is involved in a, a little thing called Fusion GPS. Fusion GPS was an Iranian one deal. Oh, uh, what's her name was involved? Her brother was involved in that too, by the way. Uh, the, the woman they called Dr. Ford, uh, who was accusing Kavanaugh of sexually assaulting her. Robert Mueller's involved in that. He's involved in the uranium wind deal. He's heavily after Roger Stone. And that's because Roger Stone reports that kind of stuff. And they were claiming that Roger Stone had some info that he was just reporting from CNN.com, from CNN, the TV show, and the website. And now he's been accused of having insider information. With, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy over WikiLeaks, uh, Julian Assange. Now it's coming to the point because of dangerous people like Mueller, you can't even report the damn news. Well, I don't have any inside sources. I go on record to say that everything I get is from news websites. Uh, even reporting on this, I'm just reporting it from InfoWars and to get the full story, I'd go to InfoWars.com because I'm doing it all on memory here. <laughs> Paul Joseph Whiteson. Trump, where are you from? Reporter, Yahoo News. Trump, good. I hope they're doing well. I love that one. WTBC News Channel 9. Now, they're going to be making a big deal out of this. This is all my local. These are my local people that I'm reporting on today. Normally, I don't report much local. Uh, Voters usher in a divided government as Trump and Congress promise bipartisanship. No. This is usual. This is usual business as usual. Every presidency I've seen, somewhere along the line, the House gets divided. I think it is a the way the people keeps the 
presidents and the Congress and the government in check. I actually agree with a split. Now, did we need it right now with Trump and him getting stuff done? He's getting the economy better and everything else. Maybe now wasn't the right time, but I actually do support this. I have supported it in the past, and I will support it now, even though it's not in my favor. Because you never, we, we wasn't supposed to have a king. Our government was set up to be for and by the people, and the people get to decide. And these radical Democrats got out and they made their vote. And there's probably some Republicans that sat home. And shame on you Republicans or you right-centered people who think rightly who would have voted Republican. And we lost the House because of it. But I'm not going to cry over it. I'm not even going to cry next time we don't get a president because it would be terrible. Because Obama, eight years of Obama was terrible. But you know what? I did survive it. I'm still alive. I survived eight years of the criminal crooked Hillary's. Criminal crooked Hillary, who was probably really president. She threw an ashtray at her husband all the time. She threw an ashtray at her husband all the time. She was probably really president. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to close. This has been my post-election coverage. And just because I'm laughing, I feel terrible. I just decided to look at it from a positive perspective instead of looking at it as a negative. Because it is negative. And I hope that we don't get stuck with Abrams. I don't think we're going to. But I think this woman's going to force a runoff. So, Georgians... If Kemp don't end up being our governor, you know what you got to do. You got to get your friends out. You got to get on the vote for Brian Kemp if we have to end up having this runoff that this woman's trying to enforce on us. Even though we've done spoken, we the people have spoken, and we want Kemp as our governor. You got to get out and vote for Brian Kemp again. If it comes to that. If it comes to that. But I say Brian Kemp is the governor. Thank you for listening, APS. And for once, I didn't just cover Infowars.com. They, they accuse me of being paid for by Infowars. I've never been paid by Infowars once. Indeed, I bought a bunch of shirts from Infowars. <laughs> it's some of my... Uh, I've got a bunch of shirts from Infowars. And the good news about InfoWars is when I lost him, he replaced him. He didn't have to do that, but he did. So thank you for listening.